Hello and welcome to episode three of the Blues Guitar Show. Uh, I'm talking to you now from an incredibly thunderstormy Shanghai, China. Perfect day to sit inside and play guitar, I think. It's pretty, uh, pretty horrible out there. I hope you guys enjoyed episodes one and two. I hope there's something you feel you can learn from it. I hope this stuff is useful. Uh, for any more stuff like this, any more lesson content or for online lessons, head over to my website. Uh, the link should be in the show notes, although I'm not very good at this technical stuff. So I don't know if iTunes has actually put it in. So if it isn't, it's www.benmartin-music.com. There you go. Plug is done. Uh, in this lesson, we're going to look at fretboard visualization, which is basically knowing where the notes are on your neck, knowing where the notes are on your fretboard. Uh, when I teach adult students, I tend to get a lot of questions about how to improvise, especially in terms of the blues. If you're playing with other people in a bar or at a jam session or anything like that, it's pretty common that you'll have to improvise over some kind of blues chord progression. And a lot of my students seem to have quite a lot of anxiety about this stuff. They learn one or two scales and then they get really stuck in what they're playing and they feel like their improvisation doesn't progress or change for years and years and years. They just get by kind of playing the same thing. And it all really, I think, comes down to how well they can visualise the notes on the neck. Now, guitar is uh, kind of an annoying instrument compared to something like piano because the, the notes aren't laid out chromatically. On a piano, you've got a C, and then the next note up is a D, and the next note up is an E, and you know, you know where all the white notes are, and you know what all the black notes are, and everything's laid out nice and perfectly for you. Well, a guitar is tuned in fourths, so we don't have that luxury. So the notes are kind of, kind of all over the place. So how do we learn where all these notes are on the fretboard? Now, there's a few different ways you can learn it. You can learn it using patterns like the three note per string system, which some of you guys might already know, which is where you learn um, the major and minor scales, three notes on each string going all the way up the neck, and you start to sort of, you can start to see patterns of where they, where they come together and which notes you can use. You can use the cage system, which is a really useful tool if you're transposing music, if you're perhaps working with a singer who wants to change key of certain songs, if you're doing covers and stuff, that's really, really good to know. I think the easiest way to start learning this stuff is to learn the three-note chord forms system. Before we get onto that, I just want you to see if you can find four octaves, four octaves of each note on your fretboard. So what that means is four different octaves of a particular note. So I would start with A, for example. So you could say there's an A here, fifth fret top string, and there's an A here, open string, fifth string. But they're the same note. That's not a different octave. A different octave would be... That would be an example of the four octaves of A. There's a couple of quick shape patterns that are used to find the octaves. Uh, if you've ever played bass before, you'll probably be quite familiar with this... That low string octave shape. So what it is, is if you put your first finger on the A, so fret 5 top string... You go down two strings and across two frets. So down two strings would take you to the D string, across two frets takes you to fret seven. So five, seven. Okay, that's the octave of the A. If we do the same shape starting on the new A, fret seven on the D string, and then we go down two frets, uh, down two strings across two frets, that takes us to a wrong note. Because remember, we need to compensate for that B string. So if we're playing 
the octave on the B string, we need to go down two strings and across three frets. That would land you on fret 10 on the B string. So we've got one octave, two, three. And then how do we find the fourth octave? Well, we know we have an A here, which is fret five on the bottom string, but that's the same octave as this. But we also have, we have fret 17 above the 12th fret. So now we have one, two, three, four. Repeat that pattern and look for the next note. So let's say G. Can you find the G? Can you find the octave of G? The octave of that G? And the G above 12, bottom string. So one, two, three, four. Now there's different ways you can play this, but this way I think takes you from the, the low end of the fretboard to the high end of the fretboard. So I think this is the best way. Or certainly has been for me. So test yourself. Try and see if you can do A, B, C, D, G, E, and F. Once you feel comfortable with those, or if you are pretty confident with knowing where the notes on the fretboard are already, uh, or if you've got fretboard stickers or anything on your guitar, then uh, we can move on to the three-note chord forms. This is basically going to allow you to find the different uh, octaves of notes that you can utilise up and down the fretboard, and it's really, really going to help in terms of knowing how and when to improvise, especially if you already have certain licks in the bag that you know how to use. The way that it works is that it uses movable shapes, so shapes that you can move anywhere around the neck on certain strings to show you where the notes are of each of these chords. Now that sounds really confusing and I don't mean it to, but I'll, it's easier for me to just to, just to tell you or show you uh, than to explain it. So to start with, we're going to play on our bottom three strings. On your high E string, you're going to play the F, so fret one. Then on the B string, you're going to play the C, so fret one. And then on the G string, you're going to play fret two, which is the A. Okay, so we have this sound. So how does this help us? So this one shape, uh, at the moment we're playing one, one, two, from going from bottom upwards, one, one, two. This is actually a major triad. Okay, this is a major chord. This is the F major chord. So we know that the root note is the bottom string note, which means the root note is F in this case. Now, if we move this up one fret, so now it would be two, two, and three. So bottom string two, second string two, third string three. That still is a major chord, but this time it's F sharp major. If we move that up one more fret, we get a G major. So instantly we know here, we know where our G is. G, we know our D, and we know our B. Okay, so the low octave of the G, the regular G chord, and then the high octave. If we move that up to fret five, we have our A major chord. If we move that up to fret eight, we have our C major chord. Fret 10, D major. Fret 12, E major. So now, if you're looking for that high E major, somebody's playing a low E, you can go. 
just using that one shape, you know where you know where those are. If somebody plays an A, you know I'm going to go straight to fret five, 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 six. That same shape. So play that shape. I'm actually barring my first finger across five and five, and then my second finger is playing the six on the third string. So that's one example of a three-note chord form shape that is movable. Move that anywhere up and down the neck, and whatever note is on the bottom string is your root note. So for example, if I give you a little test, I'm going to play a B, and I want you to find the octave chord, three-note chord form of B major. I hope you found it. I hope you found that it's here, which would be fret seven, fret seven, and fret eight. So that's one way or one shape we can use to find the octaves of the notes. So we know a B, we know a B. Now when we're playing blues, we tend to use the minor pentatonic as the sort of basis to build most blues solos off certainly when you're in the beginning stages of learning blues, which would be. If you don't know that scale, I would just say look it up. Uh, probably not gonna cover it in this lesson because that's a whole other thing, but just look up uh, the minor pentatonic scale or the blues scale, either one is good. Now these scales use a minor tonality. So now let's do the same thing, but this time look at the minor chord form. So instead of the major, that all sounds nice and happy and quite upbeat, we're gonna look for the minor. Now, the minor is actually even easier. If we start again on fret one, to play the minor chord three note triad form, we're gonna play one, one, and one. Which gives you that kind of sound. Now, if we're playing fret one, fret one, fret one, what we're actually playing is an F minor triad. So the root note is still F on the bottom string, and that shows us where the F minor is. Again, if we move that up one fret, two, 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 that gives us an F sharp minor. If we move it up one fret, we have G minor. If we move... I'm just interrupting this episode to let you know about the Blues Guitar Show Plus membership. Plus members get access to weekly lessons each Friday complete with tabs and downloads. For just $5 a month, you'll get instant access to nearly a year's worth of guitar lessons covering finger picking, fretboard theory, soloing, improvising slide, and much, much more. If you're tired of bouncing around on YouTube trying to pick up bits of information from here and from there, and you find it hard to commit to regular lessons, this is for you. Details of how to join are in the description below. Now back to the episode. it up to fret 8, C minor, fret 5, A minor. So you can just move up and down the fretboard using these chord forms. Do the major and the minor. G major, G minor, C major, C minor. And 
why this one is particularly useful for playing blues music is because it allows us to access that bottom octave of the minor pentatonic. So what I mean by that is if we play, if we're playing a 12 bar or a, a blues improvisation in the key of G, we can find all those notes just using that G minor shape. So when you find that G minor shape, three, 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 if you start on the G string and you play three, five, the B string three, six, and then the E string three, six, That's instantly giving you access to loads and loads of cool licks and turnarounds you can play just using that one small scale. So that's why it's really, really useful to know these chord shapes. And again, if you're playing a G, and let's say you are playing a 12 bar, the next chord would be the C. And we know you can go... have the minor there or you have the major but the really cool thing is you know where those minor and major chords are taking this a little bit further now let's look at the chord shapes with the root note on the second string so now the root note the name of the chord is going to be on the B string so what we're going to start with is we're going to start with a regular D chord okay and now we're going to play it without the low D string just the bottom three strings so that shape is actually our three note chord form major chord with the root note on the second string. So now, fret three, string two, the D note is our root note. Which means that if we just play the bottom three strings and we move that up one fret, what do we get? We get a D sharp major. Move it up another one, we get E major. Okay, and these are again really good for playing arpeggios. So we have E major. That's another way we can play the E major. So that D shaped chord moved up two frets, bottom three strings, E major. Move it up one more. So now it would be the D major shape with on the bottom string fret five, and then second string six, third string five. That's our F. F major, okay? So that one we can move all around the fretboard using the notes on the second string. If we wanted to play an A major, we simply need to move that second string note up to fret 10 on the second string and build the chord around it. And then we have an A major. So now if you were thinking you were playing a blues progression in A, So now you 
can see how you can use those chord forms to already start enhancing uh, your improvisation playing. So we have the major on the second string is the D shape. Now, on the second string root, the minor is just the D minor shape. So if you don't know the D minor shape from the bottom string upwards, we would go one, three, two, and then zero. But we're going to ignore the zero, just play the bottom string, three strings. So that's one, three, two. Now if we move that up one fret, we're going to get the D sharp minor. Move it up another fret, we get E minor. One more, we get F minor. Up on the fret 10, so that would be your third finger now. The second string fret 10, so that from the bottom string up, that would look like 8, 10, 9. A minor. So we have one A minor chord form, fret 5, fret 5, fret 5, where the root note is here. Then we have the second one, fret 8, fret 10, fret 9, where the root note is on the 10. And these are all inversions of each other, so they have slightly different sounds and slightly different colours that are cool to utilise when writing music, transposing music or improvising with music. So now let's look at the third string, the root note on the third string. So we have our two shapes for the bottom string, we have root note, which is the, uh, let's, let's do them all on the, all on the F to make it simple. So there's one, one, one is your minor chord with the root note on the bottom string. 1-1-2 one, one, is your major chord with the root note on the bottom string. And then if we do F with our root note on the second string, that would be here. That would be the F major, so that would be the D chord shape with uh, 5, 6 and 5. And then we have the minor, which would be 4, 6 and 5. Okay, so that's F minor, F major, F minor, F major. So now we need to find where that F note is on the third string. Now there's a little trick to this that I like to use, finding where notes are with relation to the open string. Now we know that the open string notes are E, A, D, G, B, E, and they repeat at fret 12, E, A, D, G, B, E. So from here it shouldn't be difficult to work out what the notes are going backwards from those notes as well as going forwards. So for example, let's take fret 12 on the third string, which we know is a G note. Now we can work backwards one whole tone, one whole step, so two, two frets, to find the F on the third string. Now the shape we're going to use for this, um, for this chord shape is we're going to start with our third finger on fret 10 on the third string put our second finger or middle finger on fret 9 on the string below and then our first finger on fret 8 play these all together that's a version of F minor but now the root note is on the third string okay so we've got F minor 1 1 1 down there we've got F minor with that D minor chord shape on four, five, and six. And now we've got this one here, 10, nine, eight, or eight, nine, 10. And that's our minor chord shape. Now, if we move this down one fret, 
That gives us our E minor. If we move it down, two more frets. D minor, two more. C minor. So that same shape is really, really useful. So now using the chords that we know, if we're playing over an F, we've got this one here, one, one, one. We've got this one here, the D minor chord shape with our um, first finger on fret four. And then we've got this one here, which is 10, nine, and eight. So this is really useful to show us where these chords are across the neck. Now the major form of this chord is nice and simple. Instead of going 10, 9, 8, we're just going to put that 9 up one fret and play 10, 10, 8. Now this becomes an F major. So you can see with F major here, down one fret, E major, down two frets, D major, down two frets, C major. Now if you wanted to find G major, for example, you just have to find where G is on the third string and keep that same shape. We know G is fret 12, so the G major chord would be 12, 12, 10. So to run through all of those again, with our root note on the bottom string, we have two shapes. The first shape is 1, 1, 1, which is your minor shape. So your minor shape, in, if it's 1, 1, 1, F minor. If it's 3, 3, 3, G minor. If it's 5, 5, 5, A minor. The major shape with your root note on the bottom string would be 1, 1, 2. 1, 1, 2 would be F major. 3, 3, 4 would be G major. 5, 5, 6, A major. Root notes on the second string. We start with the D major shape. So just make a D major. Move it up two frets. E major, move it up one fret. F major. Move it up to uh, fret 10. There's your A major. The minor is the same, it's the D minor shape. So make the D minor, move it up two frets, E minor, move it up one fret, F minor, move it up to the fret 10 of the root, A minor. The third string roots were one, two, and three. So this would be one, two, and three, your root note would be here, which would be fret three on the G string. Fret three on the G string is A sharp or B flat. Move it up one note, we have B, B minor. Move it up one more, C minor, two more, D minor. Up to fret 10, we have our F minor. Now with the majors, uh, major shape for the third string root note, it's the same but we just move that middle finger up one fret. So instead of going one, two, three, we go one, three, three becomes B flat or A sharp major. B major, C major, go up two frets D major, up two frets E major, up one F major. 
So learning these chord forms is going to be really, really useful when it comes to improvising, to transposing, uh, just trying to make your guitar playing sound more interesting. It gives you, especially for finger picking, if you're a finger picker, it's really, really cool because it gives you access to all these different chord forms and all these different shapes up and down the neck. So instead of just playing a C, you know you have this C here. You can just start utilising those different shapes across the neck to make your guitar playing basically sound better. As I've said throughout pretty much every show so far, these shows are of course free, so if you want to support me, head to www.benmartin-music.com. There's ebooks you can buy, there's a couple of free ebooks for download. You can head to Udemy and try out the blues guitar fundamental, acoustic blues guitar fundamental course. Uh, you can book live lessons with me or you can sign up as a member on my website. The membership will get you all of the free ebooks. It will get you all of the paid ebooks. You'll get one lesson each week, extra podcasts and all sorts of other cool stuff. I'm glad people seem to be responding to these. It's really, really cool. Um, keep practicing, keep working on your guitar skills and I'll see you in episode four. Are you fully fretboard confident? Do you know where the notes are, how they connect and how they move up and down the strings? My latest book, The Triad Method, is all about using simple three note shapes to completely unlock the fretboard. This book is absolutely full of light bulb moments that are going to demystify the neck three notes at a time. I've compiled a huge number of diagrams, shapes and exercises based on over 10 years of teaching this stuff to make it as simple as possible. Download The Triad Method and see for yourself today. Link is in the description below.